This is Up for Debate presents The Ballad of Rocky Balboa. Tonight, episode number 179, recorded May 7th, 2020, Rocky 2. Rocky, his whole life was a million to one shot, but he's about to show the world he's one in a million. Why don't you stand up and fight this guy hard like you've done before? That was beautiful. Rocky II, the story continues. I was wondering if uh, you wouldn't mind marrying me very much. I do. Thanks. The love continues. You're the best thing ever come that crazy life. The courage. The doctor said you shouldn't fight anymore. You recommended I don't fight, and I recommend I do. The challenge. I want all of America, I want the whole world to see me destroy this man after two short rounds. Rocky, Rocky do you think you have a chance this time against Apollo? I don't know, it looks pretty bad. <laughs> the most electrifying rematch in motion picture history. Rocky II, starring Sylvester Stallone, Talia Shire, Burt Young, Carl Weathers, and Burgess Meredith. Rocky II. The story continues. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Up for Debate Presents. I am Sean Jennings, joined by the man who said there wasn't going to be a rematch, and yet he came back for the sequel. It's Matt Mariani. Hello, Matt. Hey, how are we doing today, Sean? Looks like you finally got that rematch. Yeah, I mean, if I had to describe myself today, it's uh, I'm... Crap, I'm gonna screw up the quote. I'm I'm spitting lightning and shitting thunder. What's the quote? <laughs> uh, I believe it was you were close. You were close. It's it's um shoot lightning and crap thunder, I'm pretty eat, sure. Eating lightning, crap, and thunder? I don't something like that. Oh, eat it was I think it's all right. That sounds eat lightning and crap thunder. I'll go with that. Yeah, sure. Cause but although I I think I would rather probably rather shoot lightning than eat it. Um, I don't really want to get into that discussion. Oh, it says here, you're going to eat lightning, you're going to crap thunder. Oh, Mickey. Man. Mickey. I do feel like this, this um, movie had... Yeah, we're going to... I do feel like this movie had better one-liners than the first one. Okay. As so I think about... Um... I, I think this movie had a lot of better ideas than the first one. A lot of just, I a lot of people, for a lot of people, Rocky Two is the 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 best Rocky. A lot of people consider it their favorite. Um, I feel like for most, depending on the type of person you are, it really does kind of run the gambit. I've I've heard anybody, um, will will say that any any of them really one one through four are favorite. Just depends on what you like to see in movies if that makes sense but rocky 2 is was pretty it's pretty strong i bet if you took a poll of viewers i don't have any data in front of me but i bet if you took a poll and you asked the average rocky fan which movie was their favorite i i would say i'd say 2 is probably their probably their favorite well you know, if you go by Rotten Tomatoes or Metacritic, Rocky 1 scores more. If you go by Academy Awards, Rocky 1 scores more. If you go by the box office, Rocky 1 scores more. Um, did you like the sequel better than the original? 
I did. I, I, I definitely did. I, I just feel like that's a, that's like a word on the street kind of, I don't know. Everybody I've talked to, they've, they've always said that they like, they like Rocky two the most. Um, I actually, my, my personal, I think I addressed this on the first episode. My personal favorite is Rocky three, mm. which is another, another, um, another popular choice. But, um, this one, Rocky two comes out in 1979. It premieres, uh, almost three years. Yep. Following the uh, initial release of the first, the, the flagship Rocky film, um, it stars Mr. Stallone, He's Carl back. Weathers, Tony, so, yep, Carl Weathers is back, reprising his role as the famous Apollo Creed. I think one of the one of the biggest takeaways we had from the first episode that really gave me a lot of food for thought was. I, I mean, I think you said you could have watched an entire movie featuring Apollo Creed. I, I was right? I was sitting through Rocky two and said I'm glad there's more Creed, but yes. I I need I need more mm-hmm. Creed. Don't hold off back. Like we got to see like the inside of Creed's home, and we got to see him training. And I was like, oh, this is you know I I, I whatever character that is that sort of like publicly trash talks over the top guy, but secretly is, is worried and concerned. Like that's so appealing to me. To, to me, the problem with Rocky yeah, it, is, is Rocky's arc is like, he's a stupid, dumb guy. And then he's a stupid, dumb guy who's good at boxing. And then he's still a stupid, dumb guy, but now he's married. Like there's not a ton of character arc or complexity. I would say to the Rocky character uh, versus Apollo, who I just think well, is, I think is more interesting. See, I think you're looking at it. You're looking at it differently because I don't think the the it's not the Rocky as a character evolving. It's more it's Rocky's circumstances and how he unwaveringly does not change to any of them, and 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 yet and yet still things are become okay. Yeah, but that's um, but which that's I think boring. are because I I thought you know early in this movie, um, you know we we get. I'm waiting, right? Because we have the moment where Rocky's like, hey, babe, we're going to go out and get ourselves some nice things. Hey, look, we'll get Trans Am. It'll be great. Uh, you know, they buy the car. They go and they buy the watches. And I'm like, finally, Rocky, we're going to get some development of a character. Rocky's going to go from being the hero to being the 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 villain, you know, the sort of corrupted guy um, from the money and the success of the first fight. He doesn't change. Like, I was waiting. They well, set just, it up I'll- and didn't do anything. I'll say I'll say about that. Just just wait. Just wait a little bit. Wait a little while for that. Oh, great! But, it takes three um, movies to kick into gear. Awesome. <laughs> Maybe four, but oh, just wait. Wait into that. Wait because you, like that is that is an idea that I promise does get. It's a good idea by the Rocky films. Yes, it, it does. Um, and I think I think it's more the recent movies that kind of explain that, like after the aftermath. You know, like the, the the when this when a star's glow has has faded, what their life is kind of like. That, that's more like like Rocky and um, uh, Creed. And they kind of explore that 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 path a little more. But um, I can I can tell you that uh, I can tell you that 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 path does go. It, the movies do go down that path at some point, just not in this movie. This movie is more him. 
I think it, this is the establishment. Like, if you look at all the Rocky movies as kind of like a wave, um, this, the the first movie, he's you know, the, the wave is rising. Rocky two, he hasn't quite peaked yet. Um, that's going to come later. Two, he's 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 at the almost at the apex. He's he like is by the end of the film, he, you could argue he is like set his first foot on the apex of the wave. Um, and then I won't I won't spoil it from that point on. But the, but it does. There are ups and downs. I well, think they explore that in later films. You know the the thing about this movie. If I had to sum up my feelings on this movie, it's. I love the concept of this movie on paper. I do, because when you think about some of these great sports films, of which I would argue the original Rocky is one of them, it has that traditional arc of, you know, the nobody wins the fight in the end, uh, you know, gets it, falls in love, gets the girl at the end, and that's fine. I've got no beef with that. But the idea of what happens immediately after that and how do these characters change and respond, and one thing I really enjoyed about Rocky II, if you think about it, it's exactly the same characters as the first movie. They don't add any new characters in the second movie, which is crazy to think about for a sequel. And by the way, Matt, I can give you a piece of trivia here. What is one of the... There's only one named character who is played by a different actor in this movie versus the first movie. Do you know who it is? One named character who's played by a different actor, huh? Yeah. Um... Would it is, is this like something that's really obvious or um or is it or is it like you I mean it's, have to it's be not rocky it. but it, you know it's a it's a certainly a lesser character but if you think about it there's only like 12 characters in this movie is it is it uh, Apollo Creed's coach no good guess you're close but that's not it uh, okay not his coach or his trainer nope uh well we we know we know it's not Burgess Meredith no, he, he, he's rocking it in this movie too. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's he's fantastic. Uh, is it is it one of is it one of Rocky's trainers? Is it the other guy that's not Burgess Meredith? Nope, those guys are all the same. No, uh, it is uh, Creed's wife, Marianne Creed, is played by a different actress in this movie. Oh, see, I, and Tri- I didn't even really you. notice. I, I didn't even really give it give it a second thought. Um, I mean, she's not in a lot of it, so. I, I didn't know there, it until I looked on Wikipedia. Reason? Um Did, not that Wikipedia says. Not that Wikipedia okay. says. Um so anyway, so anyway, just to circle back to my point, it's I, I love the concept of of following these people and what happens in their lives. I just don't think this movie successfully executed that. Interesting. So what 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 went wrong for you? What could what could have been done better here? It's the character of Rocky. I just I've watched two movies of this guy and I just don't care. I don't see the appeal of Rocky. First of all, I think I wrote a bunch of notes as I always do during these, um, and I think my favorite note, my most accurate note that I wrote was this movie vastly overestimates how much I care about anything other than boxing, because I don't care about Rocky and Adrian. I don't care about Rocky and Pauly. I don't care about anything having to do with Rocky. He's not interesting. He's not complex. He's just a guy. I, I also wrote in my notes, He's the- is Rocky good at boxing because he takes punches good? <laughs> like, I think that I don't even yeah. know if he's a good boxer. He just is really good at getting punched. Sean, we, have you have you seen Rocky three yet? 
No, no, I, I'm watching these all for the first time. I okay, so I, I will say I will just say to that to that last point it, the, about about him being good at taking punches. That is, we'll say that's a that is a viable strategy. Oh, in that boxing, is used, it, it absolutely used, used is. Heavily. It's used heavily. Have you heard? You've heard of the rope dope? Exactly. No, no. And I look. Yes. I'm not complaining. And more that power to Rocky. That plays a big role in Rocky Three. But the difference. I, I don't between... want to delve into it further because I don't want to spoil it. But it, it is very important to the plot of Rocky Three. But but I I, I, I kind of see your point. I mean, I don't know really anything about boxing, so I I can't address if Rocky is a good or bad boxer. He has a lot of endurance, and yes, he can take a punch. He can take hundreds of punches and that that's probably an advantage I mean, just an insane amount of punches let's be clear i mean just a stupid yeah. amount of punches yes uh, i mean it let, he, he he goes to the hospital after a, the, a, the frankly, first match and, he, well, and in the in the rematch i mean he takes an mm -hmm. ungodly number of punches straight to the <laughs> face i mean to the point where it was almost funny yes um I, I think I wrote in my notes actually. This is, is painful to watch. Yes, the fight. This fight at the end was it's, painful it's to watch. It's not being fun after a while. <laughs> it's like I'm just watching this guy get beaten. Two men just beating the 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 stuffing out of each other. Literally, just blood flying and cuts and swollen eyes and yeah, it gets it gets pretty gruesome at the end. Like uh, I I know I I know enough about boxing to know that. Like, really old-timey boxing, I thought that was the one where the point was to, like, knock the person out physically. Mm -hmm. But I thought I thought the point was just – I thought the the objective was to score points based on, like, where you hit and, like, your performance in the match. Like, I, I didn't think – I didn't think later boxing in, like, oh, the yeah. 1970s and 80s was looking at knocking the other person out. The boxing today I mean, still has knockouts. I know knockouts knockouts do feature, but I thought that the point was to try to I don't know, maybe maybe I'm looking at it more like karate kid. Maybe mm. it's it's I'm looking at it like a like a karate match where you're supposed to score points and not physically physically uh dismember your opponent, but maybe maybe that's just me. Um So So you uh you weren't imp you're not impressed by the character of Rocky, you said. You're not, I'm not, you don't connect with that. The thing is, I liked the boxing part of the movie. First of all, I do have to point out that the first six minutes of this movie is the fight from the last movie. So good job, Rocky II, of showing me the thing I really liked from the first movie. Um, but I, I, I also wrote my notes, I have no stakes in this romance. It's like it's all this. First of all, they get married and have a baby in like no time at all. At lightning I mean, speed, they couldn't spend a lot of time on that. The, the, I feel like this movie, this movie tried to address a, a big, a big chapter of Rocky's life, and they so they had to kind of move a little quickly through it. But that's what I'm saying. It's like I mean, wasn't at some that point that was one of your big complaints about the first movie? You said that it was it didn't move fast enough. That the first act was kind of like dragging. It's feet a little bit. And I, I agree. This movie moved a heck of a lot faster. But I, what I was waiting for was the there was no. OK, let's talk about the coma for a second, which went on way too long. She was in a coma for like half the movie. It felt um, I do kind of agree with that, 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 that did, I, I, I remember watching it the first time and being more upset than this second watch through. But it, that, I agree the the coma lasted a little 
a little long. I but, think it was it was they were trying to make it um dramatic, you know, dramatize it and And that's fine, but uh, I, what I was waiting for was for them to use that for inspiration for Rocky. Like at no point I wanted the family aspect to somehow play into the boxing aspect. And to me that that connection was never fully made. Like I just needed a line from Rocky to say Oh, I'm not here doing it for my family, for Adrian. <laughs> you know, and it's like I never, I never, I, those points never connected. So they felt totally disparate to me. And it's like I don't care about both sides of this man's life. I think maybe it would have been better if they, maybe if they had timed the coma to have been at the same time as the fight instead of yes. her battling through the, because then it would, you would, you would see like Rocky's struggle and Adrian's struggle. Like, Rocky's fighting in the match. Adrian's battling for her life in a coma. I think it would have would have been a little more complimentary. Where yeah. instead you just get Rocky kind of sulking around. Adrian's in a coma and he's just like looking at her for a really really long time <laughs> forever. Uh, uh, well, and, and also and, and, you know when when he's setting up to go into the fight, right? It's all about it's about money. I need money to support my family, which I think is great, and that's a great plot line. And then they sort of just let it die off, and then they sort of like half switch to he's doing it for love. And I'm like, you should have you should have had Creed mocking him for being poor, and you should have had, um, you know, have him reinforce that. Like she she gets into a coma because she was working at the pet store, but that's never hammered through. It's like all these little plot lines never really connect for me. Well, I think we established in the first movie that uh, Stallone is not—he's he, not really the—I think he's—he's he's more of an ideas guy. He, like he's—he's he's got these ideas, but the connection—he doesn't really know how to tie them all together. So he just kind of throws everything on the screen and hope that it—you know—hope hope that the audience can draw meaning from it. Yeah, uh, and the- I, th- I would have just kind of liked it to be moved around a little bit. In like reordered, yeah, I mean, and maybe the, give him a different motivation for getting in the fight in the first yes. place. Because he, you know he says no to Apollo, you know, and because it, it's, it's Creed that initiates it and wants the rematch, which I love. Uh, yes, but I and I, I I like that Rocky turns him down at first, and then it kind of drives Creed crazy a little bit. Like he wants this rematch to happen. It's almost like Rocky's gaslighting Creed, mm-hmm. which I thought was cool, but like unintentionally. I just wish that the Rocky character had leaned into it a little more. Well, I, I, one of my favorite moments of the movie was the uh, the press conference between the two of them, where they have this great rapport where Apollo Creed is just going at him, and he's not going to stand a chance. I'm going to take him down in the second round. And Rocky, um, I had to look up this line because I really liked it. Uh, Rock, you got anything derogatory to say about the champ? Uh, derogatory? Yeah, he's great. Uh, you know, he has, a, he has, a, he has like <laughs> yeah. a bunch of awesome one-liners and the interaction between those, like, you know what I would have loved? A great scene would have been Apollo Creed secretly meeting Rocky in an alley somewhere and them having a little bit of a heart to heart and a connection. Like, I want to see that. I don't want to see Adrian with a baby. Like, I don't care. Sorry. I don't mean to keep harping on it, but it's, it's just, it's, and it is one of those 1970s movies thing where they always have to have a romance angle. And I'm like, for my whole life, I've never seen these movies. And was like, Rocky's the best boxing movie. Oh man, if you best sports movie, all about boxing. And I'm like, boxing is like maybe 30% of these movies. And that's like weirdly frustrating for me. 
I don't I don't know who's watching these movies to for the boxing part of it. I mean, you, I think you're watching it as a it's a life story. It's a you're rooting for Rocky because he's the everyman, or he's supposed to be and the everyman. And that's fine. I'm complaining you know? about the expectations. I don't think you're wrong. And again, in 1970s cinema, this movie makes a lot of sense based on how movies were being done at the time. So I don't, I don't have a problem with the mixing the stories. Do they execute it perfectly? No. I just think the reputation I had coming into this was that this was a movie about boxing, and this is not a movie about boxing. This is a movie about Sylvester Stallone wanting to star in a movie. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't disagree with you about the first part. It's it's not about the boxing. I the boxing, the boxing is a vehicle to tell the story of this down on his luck, like blue collar worker who tra you know trains and tries really hard at something, and probably for the first time in his life he wins. Um, he succeeds at his goal, and that that rip has a ripple effect on success throughout his life. You know, he's, he's you know he beats up. He goes the distance with Apollo Creed. He gets the girl. In this movie, he beats Apollo Creed. He uh, secures the girl and marries her and has a kid. It's about success. the rippling effects of success, I think, are the main themes uh, throughout the Rocky movies. And that 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 kind of extrapolates, like, like Rocky 1 is about just Rocky, the person. Rocky 2 is about Rocky and his relationships to... Primarily to his his wife, to his coach, to his friends, and things like that. His newborn son, Rocky Three. You'll see. We'll get into a little wider because Apollo is now going to join his circle, and and it's just going to kind of grow. And then Rocky Four. I think you know the premise for Rocky Four. It's, it's about whole, Rocky it's literally the saving the world. Yes, about ending yes, the Cold from War. Communism. Yes. <laughs> God. We're talking about quotable lines, though, though that Rocky four has some, has some real quotable lines I'm to it. So excited for Rocky four, because that's probably, to be honest, the Rocky movie I know the most about. Um, uh, if, if we can, if, if we could, we could change, then we could all change. Yes. I then. must break you. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah, no, I well, but, I, go ahead. Oh no. So I was, I was just saying it's every movie just to kind of sum it up is every movie is, is, is uh, Rocky and the ripple effect that is, that is coming from his success and how it's affecting the people around him. I think that's great. I mean, another, and maybe I'm going to end up giving this movie more credit than I initially did. I mean, I think another really great aspect part of this movie I enjoyed was when Rocky's trying to find a job and he goes into these places and they say, you don't have a, even a high school diploma. You're clearly brain damaged. Um, you can't see out of one <laughs> eye. Um, you know, what are you going to do? There's a great, um, you know, uh, the guy says, can I be honest? No one's going to offer you an office job. There's too much competition. Why don't you fight? I read somewhere you're a very good fighter. And Rocky says, yeah, well, was you ever punched in the face 500 times a night? It stings after a while, you know? And I'm like, what an interesting, you know, we see that today with like football players and some of these contact sport athletes who don't know what to do after they retire. What is next for someone who's only ever done a sport for their entire career? That's a really interesting concept that this movie totally glosses over. Well, his his career is not over yet. His career is just beginning. You'll you'll see. I'll just say that you'll see in the later movie, the more the more modern movies that that shows the post career Rocky, and I, I think it does a great job of showing what what you know what a what a it's, it's a great character study of what an athlete. 
looks like after their career is over, after their their time on the field is over, and what they um, you know what what becomes of them. So it's it's uh the, that Rocky. I keep calling it Rocky, and now I'm, I'm I'm paranoid and afraid that that's not what the movie's called. <laughs> is that that? That I'm talking about the movie that came out in the in the 2000s, the the, the later one. All right, because it was Rocky's one through five. Then it was Rocky Balboa, right. and then okay, it was that's Creed and Creed Two. I'm talking about Rocky Balboa. Yeah, that's 2006. The movie. That's that movie. That's the one I think that's going to answer a lot of your questions because that movie, that movie, ta- like. It really does answer everything about about post career Rocky, but we're not there yet. This is Rocky is trying to find a like a steady job, um, in in uh that that doesn't involve boxing. I think that that he should have the first place he should have looked was the meat locker where he trained, because he was beating up that meat. Yeah, I think he could have got a job easily just just pulverizing that meat, marinating nice and tender. it. Hmm. Hmm. That's a good. Or thought. he could he could be a tester, an egg tester, since he eats raw eggs. Yeah, I mean he could. I'm well, sure. I'm I'm convinced that's not how you tr- actually would test eggs, but. Well, and I'll pivot over to one of his other failed jobs, uh, TV pitchman. Uh, I wrote in my notes here, uh, which I loved. Is there really a plot point that Rocky can't read? Uh, which I appreciated, I guess, on some level. Uh, in a that movie he can't that has, read? yeah, that it, like like it just seems like, and maybe back then it wasn't a cliche, but that seems like such a cliche where it's like, oh yeah, one more drama point: the dumb guy can't read. Well, he can't read, isn't it? Because he has a detached retina, wasn't that the whole I, reason? I assume, or was, it, was there something else going on? No, there might have been something else. No, going no, because because well, first of all, that commercial shoot for the cologne. To be fair to Rocky. The people making that commercial were very rude to him. Like, I'll give him credit. Mm. They were real dicks to that guy. But at one point, they have the cue cards where it's sort of written out as cue cards are with sort of pauses and different, not sort of written out as plain language. Um, and they say, get him the dummy cards, they say. And they pull they pull out the simpler to read cards. So, you know, at least the implication is that it's because he's dumb. You're right. It may have something to do with his eye. Uh, but he says he wants to practice reading at one point when they're when they're in bed together uh, and he's reading. He said, if I once I practice, I'll be really good at it. So. I mean, does he strike you as a guy who's a really excellent reader? No, this is I think I, I now see, this is where I would have maybe changed the character. Maybe like maybe he has he has like this secret. But I, I guess that you can't really you can't really. uh it's kind of late in the game to change that now. You'd have to that would have had to have been established in the first movie because Adrian is very uh, she's an avid reader. We know we learned that in the first movie. Yeah, I thought it, maybe it would have been cool if that was Rocky's like closet passion was like reading like poetry or Shakespeare, but he has to keep up this like facade of being this like you know macho boxer. I don't know. I thought that would have that would have been a little more interesting, and uh, sometimes he the the character does come off as a little one note to me. Well, he is one note. He's and supposed to be the everyman, but to be an everyman, I think you just you kind of have to. Yeah, yeah, you kind of have to be like a uh, a Joe six six pack. Well, I well, first of all, I think he's like a Joe one pack. Um, but also, uh, I think you know, uh, I, I will give credit to the movie in that. If you're going to have a central character who is very arguably 
OneNote and is great at the boxing scenes and not a ton else, you have to surround that person with interesting characters. I think that is one thing the Rocky franchise does well because, and I talked about how interesting it was that there were really no new characters in this movie. So now we have about four hours where we've been with the exact same people. I think Adrian has certainly more to do in this movie. Um, Polly, I think, actually has less to do in this movie, which is interesting. But obviously, we have a lot more Apollo. We have a lot more Mickey. Um, I think I think those characters, unlike other movies, help carry the slack left by the Rocky character, which I did appreciate because it is a fully fleshed out cast of characters. Yes, I I, I agree with you about the side. The side characters are so important. I mean, I just imagine... Imagine these movies without the side characters. That was that was kind of I kept coming back to that on the second watch through of these movies is is just imagine what this would have been like without any of the people around Rocky. If it was just Rocky, I don't think it would have had nearly as much success. Well, I think, you know, one interesting thing about Rocky, we'll talk about this more when we get later a couple movies more into the franchise is Rocky on some level is defined by his opponents. You know, Apollo Creed. Great Carl Weathers doing a great job, an interesting character. We'll obviously talk about Clubber Lang, uh, Ivan Drago. Um, you know, I think if you have him paired up against somebody who's weirdly interesting, I think that brings a lot more out of Rocky versus him just like boxing a guy. Hmm. Yeah. It's it, like I said before, it's about it's about the relationships and it's about the impact of Rocky's success. Really, that's I think that's the main theme to take away is how does success impact the people around you? Yep. Uh, Matt, can I ask you a couple of off topic things? OK, go for it. A lot off, to- off topic. So the, a lot of this came from my notes here. Um, first of all. Which is better, the giant word Rocky that comes across the screen at the beginning of the movie or the Star Wars crawl? Which one is better? Yeah. Um, I think they're they're both iconic in their own way, but I'm going to go with the Star Wars crawl just because it's more iconic. It's awfully wordy, though, and it's at a slant. I mean, it's very hard to miss. Rocky. <laughs> yeah, but that's the... That I mean, that they're both fun. I think they're both fun in their own ways, but I think Star Wars is more recognizable. So I think it wins out in the end there. Fair enough. I was very surprised to see it because I liked it in the first movie. I'm like, oh, that's kind of neat. And then when they did it in this movie, I'm like, wait, they did it again and they just put the two at the end? Oh my God, yeah. we know what movie. It, it's like the first movie, you don't know who Rocky, like you, you didn't know, but now we like, we know who Rocky is. It was a best picture winning film. You don't have to say Rocky again at the beginning. Hey, this was a this was a big time for stuff like that. The, you know, Star Wars had just come out. True. So you know, it was it's a big um, it, it was a big time for for uh, ostentatious title credits, I guess. Yeah, well, they want to make sure you didn't walk into the wrong movie. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, this is yeah. Rocky Two. Oh shit! It's supposed to be in the next theater over. We're supposed to go and be going to see Jaws. Wild guess. Did Jaws come out in seventy nine? That's an interesting question. Um, no, it did not. It came out in seventy five. 
Well, I was going to say, Wikipedia says Rocky was the um, third best picture, uh, most highest grossing uh, films of um, 1979. How many other of the top 10 movies of... I see, I'm just going to put you on the spot every time. How many of the other top 10 movies of 1979 can you name? Um, is one of them a James Bond movie? Is this another, another, uh... Yes, actually, one of them is a James Bond, number nine. Oh, of course, of course. Uh, was this Moonraker? Was that, was when Moonraker It was, it was Moonraker. Hey, very good. Oh, boom, okay. Let's see, there, nice. there's a horror movie on this list. 79. Horror movie. It's still too late to be the exorcist yep right yep too early to be alien well alien is alien is on this list 1979 number six that's not the movie i was talking about but it is on this list i always okay i thought alien was early 80s okay so that wasn't the movie you were talking about there's a horror movie that came out in yep it was number two Mm -hmm. it grossed more than rocky two highly successful Highly successful horror movie. Let's just say, uh, like, like a, a, a real a haunted house movie. It was a House on Haunted Hill. No. Nope. Haunted house movie. Hmm. Yeah, I need, I need more than that. Uh, it did spawn several sequels and remakes, loosely based on a true story. Amityville Horror? Hey, there you go. Amityville Horror. Very good. Oh, nice. Okay. 1979. Also on this list, uh, The Muppet Movie, The Jerk, uh, Star Trek, The Motion Picture, and the highest grossing movie of 1979, Kramer vs. Kramer. Wow. Big, yeah, uh, big year for movies. Yep. Rocky II did not win any Oscars, unsurprisingly. Um, it wasn't even nominated for any. Hmm. This is uh, also was this seventy nine? Was this the year that was it the deer, the year of the deer hunter? I don't think so. No, that was seventy eight. Okay, so I was going to say that 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 might have cleared house uh, that year. No, Kramer versus Kramer did uh, in seventy nine. Kramer versus Kramer. Okay, yep. best picture. Uh, Matt, my second off topic question. Uh, for you, who do you think would win in a in 1979? Who do you think would win in a boxing fight? The actor Carl Weathers or the actor Sylvester Stallone? The so the actual real actors, if they had a box a real boxing match in 1979, <laughs> who do you think would win? I would say Carl Weathers. That's what I would say. He was in better shape my than Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, he was. Um... He 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 looked to be more cut, but I think that a lot a large part of that might have been because Sylvester Stallone was also directing, so maybe there was a lot of stress that went along with that. I don't know. Sure, sure, yeah. Go. Did Carl you know Weathers Carl Weathers was? Yeah, I'm 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 looking at Carl Weathers' Wikipedia page now, and I'm I'm taking a uh, I'm taking a glance at that, and um, I did not know. Did not know that he is the same person that is in Happy Gilmore. Yes, as Chubbs. Yeah. Wow. 
He played, yeah, he played, he played Chubbs. I, I Chubbs love Peterson. That is one of my favorite movies. I do. I'm not a big Adam Sandler guy, but I do love Happy Gilmore. Hmm. Yes, as do I. Excellent movie. Uh, apparently he had a small role in Toy Story Four. It looks like as well. Yeah, he voiced a character. Combat Carl. Yeah, now I'm looking at. I'm just looking at his filmography. Yeah, really great. Okay. Uh, uh, did you ever see Arrested Development? Uh, yes. Where he yes, plays yes. himself. He... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's so funny on that. That was good. Great. Yeah, Carl Weathers is the man. Uh, and then my my final off topic question for you, Matt. Um, what was with the baby with all the hair? Was that baby wearing a wig? That baby had a lot uh, of hair. Yeah, that I think that baby was not truly a baby. I think it was a child disguised as a. It was playing a baby. Well, you know, back in those acting, days, Sean. back in those days, acting. it it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't uh you know sort of out of line to have a a little person play a baby in a movie. So, um, it, it was a different time. Indeed. Yeah. So is, is that what you think? You think it was a little person? No, that was a baby, but I just thought it was like, <laughs> you know, I've seen a lot of babies. I don't think I've ever seen a baby with that much hair. That baby had a lot of hair. Yeah. It was distracting. Yeah. It was a mature looking baby, but Hey, that, you know what? It was acting. It was getting its chops, getting its feet wet for future roles. Yep. So, um, Sean, I, I want to ask you a question mm. here. Please do. Uh, I'm going to say, okay, uh, which which part of the movie would you say is your favorite? What part of my movie would I say is my favorite? Um, like I said, I did really love the press conference between the two guys. Um Gosh, just a lot of, or like when Apollo Creed was in his office and talking with his guys and he's like, you can't fight him. Let it go. I thought that was great too. Um, the fight. I mean, the fight at the end. Look, the, these movies are about the fight scenes. That's why they replayed the entire first one at the beginning of the movie. Maybe that was my favorite scene in the movie, the fight from the first one. Um, I, I, I think, I think, yeah, I think those are, those are, um, those are my favorite. I don't know. I got, what, okay, what about I've you? got. I would say, uh, um, probably the probably the fight at the end. I don't. I don't see how you can think that's not the best part of this movie. It was awesome. That was. I mean, as as gruesome as it was, it was it was a pretty badass fight. I have to say. Now, what what did you think? Obviously, we didn't talk about one of the hallmarks of any Rocky movie: the montage, the training montage. Um, a of bit course. of a mix this time. We had Rocky working out in the gym. Uh, but we also had his iconic, uh, once again, basically shot for shot remake of the running through the streets, except this time he's chased by about 800 school children, according to Wikipedia, um, who chased him through the streets and up the steps of the Philadelphia Art Museum. What do you think of this training montage? I was it was kind of good. I, I didn't like it as much as the one from the first movie. The first movie is just too it's too iconic and too good with him getting to the stud the. The steps and running through the, the city and and uh, this one was all right. This was it was good in a different way. It reminded me a little bit of uh, Temple of Doom. Oh yeah, you know when uh when, <laughs> when with the, the part with the kids at the end where they where they lift India. 
that's just uh, what I thought of this time watching it around. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was predictable. I I think the, the there was I did like that one shot they had where it's Rocky and then it's it is like a zillion kids running behind him and kind of a wide shot. And I thought I thought that was just really appealing to look at. I just think it wasn't very original. You know, they sort of did. And they use the same song, which, hey, going to fly now. Great song. Number one on the charts. But um, I, I, I'm excited for the sequel movies that actually have some new music. Oh, yeah. Rocky three's got my opinion. I think, well, it's got Eye of the Tiger. Yeah, um, but you and then you can't rock Rocky like a hurricane. You got uh, Rocky four. I own the Rocky four soundtrack on CD. Is Rocky Four the oh, one Rocky that you're is the best the, around? No, Rocky Four is Eye of the Tiger. Rocky, you, but it's introduced in Rocky Three, right? And I, I um, you're yeah. the best around is from the Karate Kid. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, a great. Why don't we watch the Karate Kid, Sean? <laughs> I, you know, I've never seen any that. of those. We could watch all of those. Oh, look at this. Okay, we might have something here. Add it. Add it. Yes, to the you list. are right. That that is that is the karate kid. No, but Rocky Four. Um, I mean, you've did got... you know? Yeah. Did you know Mr. Miyagi? I, I just learned this very recently. Mr. The actor who played Mr. Mr. Miyagi, um, was was not from Japan. Um. Yeah. He was his real name. His real name is Pat, Pat Morita. Morita. And he. He he was like, I, I I'm not, I'm pretty sure he he at least to some degree of Japanese ancestry, but he's he's from the United States. He's like, he's not like a fresh off the boat Japanese like, per like speaker. I don't even know if he if he like grew up speak. He's from California. Yeah, his father was born. His in da- Japan. His dad, his father, yeah, his father was born in Japan, um, and. Yeah, they both they both outgraded to California. Him and his mom, but he, uh, I, I I just learned that recently that he was not he was not like from Japan. If you watched an interview with him, like no accent, just complete like, uh, no accent at all. Not nothing like what they portray him as in the movie. I mean, it's you know, it's uh, it's just an it was just interesting to learn that later on. Yeah, he's a cool dude. Um, now one, I got a couple of, of movie trivia facts to drop on you, Matt. If you're interested, okay. uh, do you know why, uh, see, this is again, and this is one of those, we talked about this in the last movie, how a bunch of stuff was unplanned and it's what made the last movie great where it's like his big oversized robe was an accident, um, you know, his banner being wrong as, as a point of contention being by accident. Um, the story part of Rocky surprising Creed by switching to fighting right-handed was not in the original script. It only came about because uh, while getting in shape for the film, Stallone ripped his left pectoral muscle during a bench pressing contest with bodybuilder Franco Columbu and needed surgery. Therefore, he could not fight with his left hand. Oh, I was actually just about to get into that. Oh, see, I'm uh, sorry. I stole. That's not nice. I was, of me. No, 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 no. It's it's fine. It's I uh, I was gonna tell you. It's it's just weird how it, we we established in the first movie, right? That Rocky is left-handed. Southpaw. Like he's a southpaw. Yeah. Yeah. Southpaw. So 
in this movie, he's he's uh, he's writing with his right hand. Uh, he's signing autographs with his right hand. He uh, like do his, whenever there's like paperwork for like signing into the hospital room. Right hand. It's just uh, I thought it was just a just a, a continuity error, but I guess there's a there's a real reason for that. Yep. Uh, one other note, the film's ending fight sequence also posed a challenge because at the time, Talia Shire was busy making another movie and couldn't be on set. So Stallone came up with the idea. That's that's why you have writer-director Sylvester Stallone. Uh, came up with the idea of having her watch the fight from home because of the new baby. Uh, Adrian's scenes were actually filmed some months later towards the end of the shoot. I still think, the, the like, right, right there would have been a good opportunity to be like, she stays in the coma until the end of the fight. As soon as I win the fight, as soon as Rocky wins the fight, Adrian wakes up from the coma. A nurse tries to tell her what happened, and she's like, I already know. I already know. <laughs> I saw won. it in a dream. Uh, yeah, something I, like that. I, I, I was genuinely expecting her to like drive to and show up at the arena. At the end, like like that was my full expectation. It was like, oh no, I'm not. She's not come to the fight. And then like at the last minute, when Rocky's about to lose, he sees her in the concourse, like in the first uh, movie, and he's like, oh, Adrian, knocks out Apollo <laughs> he's Creed. Inspired. Yeah, it spurs him on. What's I guess, the, I guess what is the quote at the end? We did it. We did it, Adrian. We're, we did it. Um, we won. Actually, I do have the quote here. If I can. Uh, if I can find it, because it is pretty good. Um, oh, yeah, he says, excuse me, I, I can't believe this has happened. I can't, and I just want to say thanks to Apollo for fighting me, Apollo. Uh, I want to thank Mickey for training me. We love you, Rock. Yeah, I love yous too. I also want to thank God, except for my kid being born, this is the greatest night in the history of my life. I just want to say one more thing to my wife who's <laughs> home. Yo, Adrian, I did it. Yeah. Well, well done. Did you practice that? I, I it was a very bad impression. Um, I think you, it sounds like you, you rehearsed it, It's that. about as good as my Jesse Ventura. I, I felt like I was, I felt like I was watching the movie there for a minute. <laughs> I just played the clip. You couldn't tell. Yeah. No, not at all. So, yeah, I, you know, I, I I still enjoyed this movie. Um, I I think it it holds up over in some ways over the first one. I like I like the pacing of it a little bit more. Sure, but at the same time, yeah, there's still I mean, it's it's not perfect. I think the part uh, with the the extended coma could have been fixed. They they could have moved some things around, but I think the pacing was more on point. It was a little more interesting. Yeah, and, and of course they, they give you a little bit more about Apollo Creed. It get, it makes you a little more invested in this. And, so. and I think there were more, there were more fun moments too. I mean, I think the first movie. I mean, it won it won Best Picture. I mean, it it was a drama, you know, and and there wasn't there was a few little jokes here and there, but it really wasn't meant to do that. I think this movie does a better job of of mixing with the tone a little bit throughout, uh, which I appreciated because this isn't. Especially in the sequels, it's not a serious topic. You know, this isn't a, well, I guess it is a life or death thing, but it really isn't. I mean, it's it's the kind of thing you can, it's a silly concept. I mean, you can, Rocky is a, is theoretically a silly character. So you want to have some amount of, of levity in the film to break up the more serious moments. I thought this movie did a better job of balancing those tones to keep me entertained throughout the movie. 
Yeah, it was uh, it, it was a good mixture of good mixture of of things that kept you kept you invested. And uh, I just accidentally clicked on the Wikipedia article for retinal detachment, so I'm going to click back yeah, right now. I was going to say, make sure you look Those for photos. <laughs> very gruesome photos. Um, yeah, because that, because that's part of the part of the story that uh, the, his doctors recommend that he stops. Uh, Rocky stops fighting, or his he'll, he'll be blind forever. I, that's another. That's something I really wish throughout all these movies. It, it shows the heroic and the like the valiant side of boxing, but it, it doesn't really get to the dark, ugly side. I mean, I guess the later movies kind of like, like glance on that, but like, I mean, not, not that, I mean, this would be just, just horrible, but like it should, I think it should be kind of looking at, you know, the, the permanent long lasting damages that a sport like boxing can have on someone. Like it's uh you know, f- fame does not come without its cost. I guess w- would be the the theme that I would I would I would have at least put somewhere in, in one of these movies. Like, yeah, even even um, even Mickey Bur- Burgess that- Meredith. I think you know, obviously he was a a, f- a fighter in the twenties, and um, you know, we see him. He starts to wear the earpiece in this movie. I think you know we could have seen more boxing effects on him and how that how rocky seeing that would affect him mm-hmm. yeah yeah definitely that that that's uh that is interesting the, that you mention uh burgess meredith and uh and mickey the character mickey so it's uh we'll, we'll he'll his his role will definitely change in the next movie it's gonna be gonna be a, a change for sure, Bill. I you know I, I I'll be honest. Would I've watched these movies if not for the show? No. Uh, will I ever watch them again? Probably not. Uh, but I am glad we're watching them, uh, and I am excited for them to get zanier. So um, we we've got that working for us. Is it time to give it a our uh, bell rating? Was yes, that, that, how, how we're doing it was, it was bell or rounds? It was rounds. rounds. Was rounds. Out of fifteen yeah. rounds, how far does Rocky two go? Right. I think you and I both we were like what like twelve thirteen on Rocky one, or I think we were I, both thirteen. Yes. Which I, I was going to say twelve, but twelve. Okay. Well, maybe maybe nobody's yeah. counting. Nobody's counting. Twelve is fine. <laughs> um, the question how is many, how many rounds did Rocky two go? Yes, Matt. How many rounds would you say? I see. I went first last time, so mm. I think it's you. You, you got to give me that's your, fair. Your that's impression. fair. That's fair. Uh, I'm going to say in this this one, it doesn't quite go the distance as Rocky one, um, but I don't think Rocky one was a, a far superior film. So I'm going to say Rocky two. If Rocky one went twelve rounds, then I'm going to say Rocky two goes gets knocked out in the ninth round, halfway through nine and a half, halfway through the ninth round. Okay. See, I'm. I I would I would say I would probably put it up a little higher. Oh, okay. I, I would I would say that it it makes it to the twelfth round and then gets knocked out in the beginning of the thirteenth. Okay, so just like just like a the, bit the very beginning. Of, yeah, the thirteenth just like starts and then it's on the ground. Yeah, it can't can't go no more. Uh, and there ain't gonna be no rematch. Not this time. Nope, although we, we do have a few more movies of Apollo Creed, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah. Fantastic. When are we going to get... You know, Carl Weathers is still around and alive. When are we going to get the... Well, I guess we did have the Creed spinoff, but... Um, yeah. But I was going to say, when when does he get... You know, we, we got the... I don't know. Maybe it's time. Um... Yeah, no, Great. he's definitely an interesting, he's an interesting character. Um, absolutely interesting character for sure. And uh, he really can't wait to see, can't wait to see what he, um, I can't wait for you to see like kind of how his, his character changes quite a great deal, I think, um, throughout the next couple of movies. And uh, I can't wait to see your, your impressions of that. I also just read that Hulk Hogan is in Rocky three. So I'm actually pretty yes, excited for the yes, third he is. one. And so is Mr. T. Mr. Mr. T, T. Is, the, is like the main clubber. He's kind of the, the main, uh, yeah. Clubber Lang. He's the, the main uh, villain there. The main a- antagonist. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I, the tiger, one of my favorite songs. I'm excited. This is oh, what a treat. Uh, Matt, that concludes our viewing of Rocky Two. We're we're two movies into the seven movie series, eight movie series, so we're a quarter of the way there. Yeah, still a lot of Rocky ahead of us. There is, there's, there's a lot of people don't. Um, I think they they don't appreciate the the uh, the vast Rocky lore there is out there, but. We've got a lot of it. We were, we're kind of wading deep. I think we're, we're like knee deep in it now. I think, I think so. the real question is, once we're done with the movies, are we going to read the novelization of the movies? Um, I was just, I just discovered that those existed actually <laughs> researching for this show. I uh, did not know that there was novelization, but sure, I would, I'd read them. I, I would I would read the I think one of them Stallone wrote one of them or maybe probably more than one of them. Uh, he definitely I know wrote. He definitely wrote Rocky too. Yeah, he wrote the first one as well. So I don't know exactly how many he did, but yeah, he, he wrote most of them. <laughs> um, which is just absolutely, and they're written from the perspective of Rocky, if I understand correctly. Um. Oh. Okay. Like a first person. Right. Um, okay. But uh, but they're also, as I Google it frantically, uh, seems like they're pretty much all out of print. So, oh my God, there's an audio book. Hang on, read by Stallone. If it is, I I might actually. I'd be on board. That's pretty. I know what I'm spending my credit on this month. (laughs) My my audible my audible credit is going straight to that. That's awesome. Uh, No, you know I don't think. Oh boy, there are a lot of romance books on Audible. Oh yeah, yeah, big big market for that. Because I searched Rocky. Sean, and if you're like... ever looking for a if you're looking for a quarantine hobby, you know, to to date this episode, uh, write writing romance novels and recording them for Audible. Not a bad gig. Oh yeah, they I've got a real. Like they're always got a real sexy voice. <laughs> oh my god, there's so many of these. This does seem like a funny topic for us to cover. Like, there are podcasts that review romance books, but I don't know of any that review romance audiobooks. A Rocky Mountain Romance, part of the Wyoming Mountain Tales. They all have, like, pictures of horses on the covers. We're getting off topic, but this is Buck Wild. Oh, this mm. one's a werewolf. Rocky the Werewolf. 
Maggie is on the run from those who killed her husband nine months ago. She only know she she knows the only one who can help her is Rocco, a grisly shifter she knew in her youth. She arrives on his doorstep in labor with twins, magical shape-shifting bear cub twins destined to lead the next generation of were creatures in North America. This is crazy. Uh, I bet that book that book probably made a, a good chunk of money too. There's a there, there's a there's a, a book in the series called Mating Dance where it's a half naked man and a picture of a bear on the cover. I don't know if he has sex with the bear. Tom Grizzly Cove's oh, only lawyer Steve. is also a badass grizzly bear. It says badass grizzly bear, but he's met his mess and Ashley, the woman, he just can't get out of his mind. And we just had we just had a whole month where I could make you do anything for this show. I could have made you read those books. Oh, you know, we've got Sean, we've got Sean Tember coming up. Totally missed opportunity. Missed opportunity. Hopefully you'll forget about these books by then. Oh, look, this one's a pan. This one shifts into a giant panda and they have sex. Sounds like somebody has got a uh, book list developing. I got to give, I got to get more audible credits. Um, Added to favorites. <laughs> oh boy! What read later? Well, you know, we 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 were so manly today talking about Rocky. I had to kind of get us back to something a little more sensitive. Balance it out, yeah. Oh my Forget god! That. Could you imagine spending twenty hours listening to a poorly written romance book? Uh, I would do it for money. Is there if, s- if somebody paid me to do it? But otherwise, probably not. You you be careful what I make you do during my month. <laughs> it's tempting. Sean Tember. Just uh, Matt's torture month. Uh, Matt, I think that wraps us here. We're going to be back next week with Rocky 3, which will be a ton of fun. Uh, if you didn't listen to last week's episode where we talked about Rocky, you should do that. Uh, for debate.tv is our website. You can go there and get all the past episodes. You can also subscribe to the show wherever you get podcasts with the video version on YouTube as well. And of course, you can follow us at Up for Debate TV on Twitter and email us up for debate TV at gmail.com. Uh, but that's going to do it. Um, we, we've been knocked out, so we're going to wrap it up here. On behalf of Matt, I'm Sean. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time for another Up for Debate Presents. This has been a Coffee and Beer production, executive produced by Matt Mariani and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.